Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Church steeples punctuate the St. Louis skyline, but a number of those old churches have closed, with more closures on the way. Some are lucky enough to find a new life. You want to come up here? Yeah. I'll show you that. We are at the Immaculate Conception St. Henry Catholic Church on um, Lafayette in uh, guess it's the gate district so the official name of this place now is uh, johnny angel studios pat and carol shugart are artists and business owners we, we're always looking at you know white elephant buildings that no one else wants and uh and we have a realtor who just when he spots him calls us and says you know you might be crazy enough for this one we're really uh we're just studio artists trying to make trying to make art Trying to put yeah. art in big spaces, and the the church, uh, the sanctuary here is uh, about seventeen thousand square feet, and the uh, ceiling is sixty feet. It's just a massive volume, and that's part of what appealed to us. Uh, and, it, and of course, changing the light bulbs, uh, which we're, which we're yet to do. These are the yeah. old light bulbs, but we have to build scaffolding to uh, to change the light bulbs. So, wow. Uh, so it kind of gives you an idea of just the volume of the place. Yeah, uh, I hadn't thought about how you would change the light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did they change the light bulbs? I, I think they had somebody come in, you know, with some kind of a lift or something. Although I think at one time there were all kinds of, there was, you know, seating for a thousand people in here. That's, think about that, a thousand yeah, people. Yeah, this was filled with church pews. The church pews have all been removed. We have the innards of a pipe organ here, huge pipe organ. And they're, they're over here. And so you have all of these these copper pipes and these wooden these wooden pipes. That actually sounds really good. Now would those officially have been like not the pipes? Uh, these were pipes also. Oh okay, I'm just sure tiny little just, ones. Yeah, and they're made of wood, so I guess they, they have a different sound. Pat isn't sure there is any market for an organ in pieces and will probably use it for a sculpture or wall hanging. Outside we have this really nice. Oh, that's all yours? This is all ours and all of this back here and so we'll have some water features and you know we'll build gardens in there. Just so many beautiful buildings we fall in love with you know like one every six months we just (laughs) yes we have to um but this was just you know kind of the love of a lifetime this building you envision it as a studio for you and pat but what else are you thinking you might do with it uh we're thinking that it will be certainly connected to our art and and being makers and designers um and maybe having just a special little coffee shop, wine bar, or just in a little corner. We're, always, e- we're good at switching lanes and <laughs> yeah, doing something new. Yeah, kind of back into things. You know, on the highway, you'll, 
you'll see a, a Taco Bell and a Baskin Robbins in the same building. <laughs> That's how I see our, our stupid things. We always have two or three ideas for one place, you know? Well, you know, Bebo Mill, I think, you know, out of, what, three million people in the metropolitan area, there were exactly two people that were interested in Bebo Mill, and uh, Carol and I and one other, one other mm-hmm. couple. And... Uh, and uh, out of three million people, so... They also turned the old St. Louis Artist Guild on Union into the Bucat Club, and an old furniture store turned call center on Manchester into the Majorette. You know, we think it's all art, whether it's, you know, sweeping a big floor or, uh, you know, or doing some tuck pointing or doing some carpentry or making paintings. You know, we think it's all art. I love this. This is like... <laughs> Match game these or the going, dating game? Yeah, these yeah, are going is, on. Uh, the, the, we're making a, the ceiling for Tim's Chrome Bar, which is our project that's going to open in a couple of weeks. And where's that going to be? Right across from Bevo Mill. Oh, okay. We bought that building over there. Um, oh, okay. It's called the Irene Building, and it. Uh, yes. And it had, you know, it was just a wreck. But anyway, we've been working on Tim's Chrome Bar for a year, and um, these are these are going to be a, a ceiling in the bar. When Tim's Chrome Bar reopens, it'll be a lot different than it once was. You know, it kind of had all the earmarks of a oh, 70s dive bar. <laughs> and we loved it for that reason. And we went in and we said, well, we'll just kind of round off the corners and dust it off and fix what has to be fixed and just keep it like this. And the worst, oh. everything there that we thought was worth saving was rotting from the ground up. Oh. So we had to pull it all out. And Tim's Chrome Bar turned into a bit of a family affair with daughter Anne. Anne does the design, a lot of design work for us, uh, uh, social media, but she also, she designed Tim's Chrome Bar. She was an interior designer in Los Angeles for 20 years, wow. and she moved back during the COVID. We yeah. sort of, you know, sort of feel our way down the dark hallway, <laughs> and she's just really appealed to her. This is your daughter? Yeah, she's really kind of had to get used to it, don't you think, Carol? Oh, it tried, yeah. And uh, Pat and Annie hung wallpaper. They, it was a very yeah, we had lovely father-daughter um, I used to have her decorate her room when she was little, you know, <laughs> polka dots, purple and green polka dots. And... Now, did you ever think that she was going to come back to St. Louis no, and help no, you with this was, stuff? Never. No. The bar will include artwork from both Pat and Carol. But it's put together in a way that it's sophisticated, quirky, but not cute it's um and it's full of art um so I, the other day i said you know we might need docents here <laughs> you know the, the only bar where we'd have a, a little docent walking around you imagine walking out from there to be the lone celebrant of this congregation of thousand people sitting out here standing up high on this thing yeah. i mean People will say, well, opposites attract, and here you are both artists Mm -hmm. and business partners. Such a lucky, nice partnership in every way. Um, You know, and then we don't always agree, you know. (laughs) But if we have a strong disagreement, we would never, like Carol said, I hate this church, you know, we'd we'd never do it. No. Or if I said, you know, although I didn't... Although we I, bought a house. We bought a house that I, I didn't this. like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, and it turned out to be a great house. So, oh. so uh, yeah. But you see, you, you can admit when you're wrong, and that's also important. That helps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm wrong all the time, too. <laughs> she's small, but, you know, she's mighty. <laughs> you got to be careful. An exhibition of Carol Krupen Schuchart's artwork opens February 10th at the Duane Reed Gallery in the Central West End, and you'll be able to see both Pat and Carol's art inside Tim's Chrome Bar across from Bevo Mill when it reopens.
From Johnny Angel Studios on Lafayette, the former Immaculate Conception Church, I'm Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.